Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 212 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk a little bit about Mississippi State football. Got an egg bowl coming up this weekend, State Normias. We're going to talk about some things that we're grateful for this year in keeping with a little bit of a Thanksgiving theme. Don't know if y'all know this, but it's been challenging here. So we're going to get into it and talk about some things that have made us extra grateful as we look back on 2020. So as always, we're so glad you're here with us. We hope you'll check out our Amazon shop if you're looking for some of the things that we mention in the podcast. And we hope you enjoy episode 212. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Bee Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. I'm so much better than I was a week ago. Thank goodness, because I I could tell the other day, like you really <laughs> pulled it together for us. Like you really did. You were putting on a brave face, but I knew you weren't quite yourself. And I can't remember, there was something we were talking about and you were like, I can't think of the word. And it was like something real. You were like, I can't think of the show. And I was like, I think your brain is maybe still a little foggy. Yeah, it's it. It was a little foggy, and I'll tell you the other thing was after we recorded last week, I was exhausted. I yes. took a nap. I was so tired, but yeah. I, I feel much much more like myself again. Mm. I feel like my voice has has come back to its full form, and so I, I I feel I feel real good about recording this week. I did not feel real good about recording last week, but no, it was like you powered through for ideas. You Mm -hmm. did what had to be done. And, um, yeah, I was, I was foxing back and forth with Jamie Golden earlier this week. And I was like, that's that whole thing where it's like, I mean, what do you do? You call in a sub. I don't know what you do. You know, we've never had a situation really where one of us was down no no um, and it's just it's just us and so then what do you do just get on there and be like hey y'all it's Melanie (laughs) I'm just gonna sit here and talk to myself this week (laughs) which I mean there may come a time where we decide like that's you know yeah somebody's inconvenience because of travel or something and we may just decide to sit and talk to ourselves for a whole episode but that would be really depressing. I think we would need to bring in a guest. Don't you think we'd need a special guest? Yeah, I think you could always pull in Travis. I think we could always, yeah. and maybe had we thought about it last week, if I had really had a realistic assessment of my ability to to talk, but it was also the gift guide, you know, and so. Yeah, that feels like we need you for that. I, I just, you know, you don't want to throw somebody into a gift guide unprepared. No. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a it's a lot. It's a, a lot, lot to expect to somebody on the fly. So anyway, but I do feel like, oh, sorry, I forgot to turn my phone off. No, I do fine. feel like, um, I feel like myself again, uh, um, I'm happy to, you know, be back among the, the non-quarantined people of the world. And here we well, go. Well, 
we are happy to have you back. I'm going to tell you who else looked a lot better this week, seemed a lot better, is the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm going to say they looked a lot better. They did. And, you know, they traveled to Athens with 49 members of the team because I know it's like, I mean, it's kind of like the Bad News Bears because they were, their numbers were really down because of COVID and, you know, then you've had personnel issues and all that kind of stuff. But they played so well against Georgia. I don't think there's a state fan in the country who who wasn't proud of that game, even if they had rather there been a different outcome. They just did such a good yeah. job and they looked like they could communicate. And yeah, I don't I don't know. You just kind of you kind of got a glimpse of okay, when you get people who really buy into Mike Leach's system, this yes. could ultimately this could go well for us. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I was very encouraged for y'all. I thought it was funny because I really, we started off and we were watching, what was the other game that was on? Was it Auburn, Tennessee? Is that what I was watching? There was Auburn, yeah, Auburn, Tennessee was on. Yeah, so we had Auburn, Tennessee on because I was like, well, I'm kind of interested because we still have to play both those teams. And so I was like, I kind of want to see how they look. But then when they started showing the Georgia, Mississippi State, I was like, well, now hold on, what is happening? But I was real proud of y'all. But you know, I love one young Will Rogers. I think he's a fiery little quarterback. He is, he is. He's a good leader. Mm. Um, So, and this is Egg Bowl week, which granted does not feel quite as as festive maybe as it might normally, which is the, the week of the state Ole Miss game, mm-hmm. um, which will be our first official matchup between Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, which we did not talk about last week because I didn't think about it. But the Saturday night of the Ole Miss South Carolina game and the um, Ole Miss was, I mean, you know, it, was just, it, it ended up, was it, was it Ole Miss, South Carolina? Am I thinking of the right game? That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. And yeah. Yeah, it was just like an offensive, I mean, they scored 172 points in that game. It was just yes. a, an, an offensive slugfest. But there was a point where somebody passed Elijah Moore the ball and Lane Kiffin yes. threw his clipboard up yes, in the air. Did. And in my fever-riddled state, Somehow in my head, I decided he had thrown an empty milk crate, like an empty milk bottle up. I was so confused. I was so confused, but so delighted. But what, but why did he have a milk, a, a milk jug on the sidelines? Why was yeah. it empty? Why did he choose to throw that? And then it was only after the announcers explained, I realized, oh, it was his clipboard. It was his clipboard. And that mm-hmm. made a lot more sense. It really did. It didn't than yeah. an empty milk jug. But yeah, um, yeah. But listen, I must have watched that replay of him oh. throwing that, of that, that clipboard going up in the air. And now he's got shirts um, yeah. about it. Nobody works harder than Lane Kiffin's clipboard. I mean, I, that was one of the great, because it's just that pure excitement. Like he was so thrilled mm-hmm. that he just hurled that clipboard. I relate to that on so many levels. I just. And I, I feel like it's, well, I feel like with the Egg Bowl this year, I don't know that there's going to be a lot of emphasis on defense, I just feel like we're just going to get out there and sling the football. We'll just mm-hmm. see who, who has the most points at the end. But yeah. I, I, I anticipate a little bit of a back and forth. Unless there's something to the Ole Miss defense I'm not expecting. But Yeah, yeah, I know. it's It's been so weird because it's like we've had football the last two weeks. We have not had Aggie football the last two right. weeks because of the COVID. And so that has felt 
weird to me where I'm like, this is just to watch these other games and A&M not playing. And we're still ranked number five in the country, which I love. But the problem is, is I feel like everybody now is looking at Florida. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen a lot of people on Twitter that want to say, well, Florida really should be ranked higher than A&M, except for the fact that A&M beat Florida. And I'm like, yeah, that's how this works, pollsters. We beat them head to head. So you don't have to sit. I know everybody's forgotten about us because we've been quarantining, right. but we're going to be back. We've got LSU this Saturday. Um, I feel pretty good about that. Um, hopefully the, everybody stayed focused and we'll be ready. But it's the weirdest season ever because you haven't seen everybody play every week. And yeah. then even we didn't talk about this last week, but Alex had to miss the last playoff game, which ended up being their last game of the season because they oh. lost but he couldn't go because he was quarantined because of me. Oh. And so he missed his last junior year football game. And I asked him yesterday, I said, does it feel like you still need closure? And he was like, yeah. I mean, it was just like I yeah. you know, left one Monday in the middle of practice because I was sick and then, and still hasn't been back. So, so weird. It's all so weird. So yeah. it's, it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around this season. And then I saw uh, last night, I guess, that Auburn's basketball program has taken a postseason ban for this year because of oh. the whole Adidas thing that happened. You know, there was a whole like something with people from Adidas and people on college staffs. And so they took a postseason ban and somebody was like, well, that's brilliant because what are the odds that we're going to have a postseason in basketball this year? Well, that's, that feels, that feels fair. Yeah. You know? that feels, so yeah. Just, that's weird. Anyway, so we've got basketball season starts next week, which, you know, how I love women's basketball and mm -hmm. I'm always happy to have a sport to watch, but it's just, it's been a little hard to keep up with who's playing, who's not playing. Why aren't they playing? Well, how do they do when they play? Because it's been a long time since I've seen them actually play. Well, it was funny because I started, I watched the Alabama Kentucky game or at least the beginning of it. And they were making, you know, the announcers, they have to create some hype. So they were like, you know, Alabama's had two weeks off because of COVID, are they going to be ready to play? Is Mac Jones, and I'm going to say 63 to 3 says that Alabama was ready. I don't think that the COVID set them back at all. No, but, I don't. Um, they didn't really take their foot off the gas. But. No, it seemed like they had that under control. Hey, y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Hydrant. The days are getting shorter. It's colder. If you're like me, your energy's a little bit lower because it gets dark so early. We all know that we should drink more water, but by the time we feel thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. You can't focus. You feel tired. If you're like me, I get this dull headache, and I know I immediately regret that I did not drink more water today. Plus, I tend to want to hydrate with peppermint mochas this time of year, and that is not really an effective strategy that's recommended by any doctor. But you can keep feeling at your best when you maximize your hydration. Better hydration can be tied to a better mood, better focus, mental clarity, more energy, clearer skin, which are all the things I want. Water alone doesn't hydrate you as quickly as drinks with an optimized blend of electrolytes. And that's where Hydrant comes in. Hydrant is a refreshing drink mix powder made with four key electrolytes. It's got sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. It's made with real fruit juice powder and no artificial sweeteners or synthetic colors. It's no nonsense, it's all science. Plus, for an extra boost, try new Hydrant Immunity containing vitamins A, B6, B12, C, and D, along with ginger and turmeric. Water meets wellness in a vitamin-packed drink that you can mix hot in these chillier months, which is so helpful because this time of year, I prefer to sip something warm out of a mug. 
Hydrant is backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. You really need to try it for yourself and see what I'm talking about. It tastes incredible and it works. Try Hydrant today and save up to 25% on your first order. What are you waiting for? We've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash bigboo or enter our promo code bigboo at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash bigboo and enter promo code bigboo for 25% off your first order. That's drinkhydrant.com slash bigboo, promo code bigboo to save 25%. Thanks, Hydrant, for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. Hydrant is where water meets wellness. Um, hold on one second, because I think my people are home, or Mabel just let herself in the house. Let me go see what's going okay. on real quick. All right. Okay, all right, bye. Okay, sorry. My people, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. My people got home, and all of a sudden, I had purposely put Mabel out, and Mabel came running in here, and I was like, what is happening? Did Mabel just figure out how to unlock the door? Like, is that? Would that really surprise you? It wouldn't, and that's why I thought, well, Mabel's let herself in the house, but no, they, Perry and Caroline just got home. They've been at the ranch since last night, but they just got home. Well, you know, Hazel is officially back in her quarantine mode because we've all been home yes so it's not gonna be pretty on monday is what i'm gonna tell you it's not gonna be pretty next week she's been living her best life Mm -hmm. always somebody to snuggle up with always somebody who's under a blanket you know it's yes it's been good times for Hayes. yes yes i know that's that's when they live their best life. I just tried to order Mabel and Piper new beds and I apparently ordered the wrong size because we got in something that was the size of like a cat bed. So um, <laughs> to figure out. Snuggle up girls. Yeah, I threw it down. And really it's it's big, like Mabel curls up in such a tiny little ball. I was like, it actually would fit her. But when I put it down on the floor to see if she'd get it, she kind of looked at me like, no ma'am, that is not a bed. That I don't know what that is, so. Well, you know, back in March or early April, I ordered Hazel and bed from Amazon. Since mm-hmm. we were going to be home as much as we were, we decided she needed to be as comfortable as possible. And she has loved that bed. Oh my goodness. Oh. She has loved that bed. Okay. Maybe you need to send me the link to that bed because okay. I'm it's, looking for a good bed. I don't know that it's the most durable thing in the world, but it's, okay. um, but it's a, like a little donut and she just loves it. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's her favorite okay. place. That's what we need. We're needing, we're needing something like that. So I was curious to know if you have had your eye on, or if you've even looked at to see if there's anything on sale coming up that you're interested in. I haven't. No, I really haven't. I know that's, I feel real bad about that. Cause I'm kind of down on my game. I mean, I know anthropology over the weekend had 50% off all their sales stuff, but I'd already looked through their sales stuff enough to know that there was nothing I needed. Right. Um, And so I feel like I'm kind of looking out for like any potential Christmas gifts, you know, Mm -hmm. like that I may find. Um, But I haven't seen a whole lot, really. I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I I just haven't seen much. And I I don't know what I'm getting anybody for Christmas. Um, I haven't seen much that has appealed to me. And I'm at this point again in life, I felt like I was finally kind of like, I'll buy some stuff. And now I'm kind of like, well, we're all, we're not going anywhere again. So we're, you know, we were, we were at a dinner Friday night and we got the alert on our phone that was like, and I was like, what is it? And everybody looked and it was sure enough, like 
San Antonio is up to 900 cases. Stay home when you can or whatever. And I thought, well, I have PTSD. Like it made me want to curl up in a ball right then. So I'm like, I guess I'm back to sweatpants. And <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just, we find some, a, a new pair of joggers to put on today. Yeah. So I know, well, we're supposed yeah. to get back to school on Monday. As far as I know, we're going back to school. I haven't heard anything different, yeah. but, um, I don't know. I just, this man, what a year, what a year, what a year. I mean, 2020, what a year we will never forget it. I just, um, but part of me says I'm encouraged because being the epidemiologist that I am. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And my vast expertise in all the ways I've become an expert in the year of 2020 about the way a pandemic works. Um, what I have seen that I am encouraged by is that apparently we are now doing what Europe did, which is in the way, apparently this is how all past pandemics have happened. The Spanish flu, um, the swine flu, other ones where you have a big spike like we had in the summer, and then it kind of goes down and levels down. Then you have another spike that never gets as bad as the first spike and then it goes down and then it goes away. Well, and so I'm hoping that between that and the fact that we have this new fresh vaccine out, um, come on, listen, I, I have after, after the last two weeks, I believe my mind may have changed ever so slightly about a fresh vaccine. Yeah. I, like it, it's that relief. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh huh. And now uh -huh. there's, I think there's what, there's three or four. We've got, we've yeah, got several there's, options. There's several vaccines mm -hmm. out there. And so I say, bring it on, like whatever we have to do. Let's just, let's just get moving again. Let's get back to some semblance of real life because I'm 2020 do not recommend. No, no, I do not recommend it at all. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about StoryWorth. Gathering friends and family for Thanksgiving and the holidays is going to be challenging this year. It looks different than it has in years in the past, but that doesn't mean we can't feel close. That's why I'm giving my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's such a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you might never think to ask, like how has your life turned out differently than you imagined it? And have you pulled any great pranks? What was your favorite memory from high school? Did you play any sports? Reading the weekly stories is fun and makes your family feel close, even if you're not together. I love to find out new things and new facts about my family that I never would have known otherwise. And the best part is, is after one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including pictures, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. I can't imagine what a great gift this is to pass down through the generations to have this beautiful keepsake book that everybody can read these family stories that would otherwise get lost. Y'all know how important that is to me. I think our memories are the most valuable thing we have. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bigboo. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bigboo for $10 off. Thanks, StoryWorth, for sponsoring the Big Boo cast and helping us preserve our family memories. Well, we did want to spend some time today. We thought, um, you know, <laughs> since we're here Thanksgiving week, 
What are you laughing about? Just what we're going to talk about. We're going, yeah, yeah. We did. We're going, listen, we're going to turn our frown upside down. That's right. And we thought we would spend some time instead of talking about one of us having five things and the other one, you know, having five things or whatever, that we would each talk about five things that we're grateful for, kind of an expanded five things edition. Um, yes. I even, listen, I even have a quote. Oh. I know. You got I know. Fancy. I know. Well, I just happened to see it right before we started to record. But there's a pastor named Duke Kwan who pops up on my Twitter from time to time. And somebody quoted him. And here's what he said. Um, okay. He's a pastor in DC. And he said, the act of Thanksgiving is holy protest against cynicism, covetousness, fatalism, entitlement, self-pity, joylessness, discontentment, self-sufficiency, greed, arrogance, and apathy. And if ever there were a year when we could use a little antidote for against those things, this feels like a good one. Mm, that's good. That's a, that's a good word. So this is our holy protest um, to, to find some things to low, to dig through the rubble of 2020 and to try to find some things that we're really grateful for. And it's yes. actually not that hard. But. No, it's not that hard. You know, it's funny because we did Saturday. It was funny because Friday we got out for Thanksgiving break. And I thought this feels so weird compared to past Thanksgiving breaks. Like it just feels like number one, speaking of post-traumatic stress, like because we get out of school, I'm like, are they going to let us go back to school on Friday. Monday? Like, are we, is this, are we about to get the bait and switch? Like here, Thanksgiving holiday just turned into you're off the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I'm worried about soccer season happening for Caroline because it's her senior year. And so there's all that. And I was just feeling very, uh, and then Saturday morning, our church was doing these big service projects and we went out and served in this, um, community that just needs a lot of help. And I thought, you know, there is something that it shifts your perspective about yep. all your problems when you see what other people are going through and how hard some other people have it. And it's, it does make you grateful. And so I, in all seriousness, I think it is a good time to remember like, I know it's bad, but you know, we still have a lot to be thankful for. We do, but I also think it's important. And I feel like you and I got to talk about this a good bit when we were in Oklahoma, but I do think it's important if for people who do have like that nag of like, God, this has been hard, mm -hmm. you know, that like, that is so understandable. And I think mm -hmm. that so many of us have tried to have this you know, this attitude that you just listen, you just hunker down and you power through and you, mm -hmm. and, and all, all that kind of stuff, which is, is good, but that doesn't diminish that there will always, I think to this particular year, there's always going to be some grief attached to it always. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. so I think that just like anytime you deal with grief, you have to process it. You have mm -hmm. to talk through it. You have to, you have to find your way through it. And, and, um, and then as you do that, you do see little pieces of things that are yep. good and worth holding on to and things you can be grateful for, but we're not trying to diminish anybody's heartache or hardship or no. anything like that, because there's just been more than enough to go around for sure. It's been a, yeah, it's been a garbage year. I mean, I went <laughs> to dinner with some friends last night and we were sitting there and we were just saying, we all felt heavy, but I'm like, we're just so tired. Like you just, yes. it's like, you keep thinking we've like, it's like, we've made it like we're almost finished. And then it's like, Oh no, we're not like, mm -mm. here we go again. And so it's just, I think everybody's feeling the fatigue this time. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to yeah. play some happy music. And we're going to talk about some stuff that we're grateful for.
if we had if I had a confetti popper, I would use it right now. Only I don't know how to use confetti poppers, <laughs> but but you would use it if you could. But I would if I could. All mm-hmm. right. So do you want to start? You want to tell us the first thing? This is I'm going to tell you. The top of my list of things that I'm thankful for, which will come as no surprise to anybody, Mm -hmm. is one Caroline Schenkel being accepted into Texas A&M. Come on Um, now. Listen, that- I'm going to tell you what. That is the highlight of our 2020. I felt like it was the culmination of 17 years of work and prayers and tears. And um, I'm just so excited for her. And it just felt like such, and still feels like such a bright spot because I feel like when we get down, it's like, okay- we've got better days ahead, you know, mm-hmm. like there's, there's, there's good around the corner. And just to know that, I felt like that was such a gift to know that this early, because it is such a yuck senior year. Um, it just gives you a little bit of hope instead of waiting. So that is at the very top of my list, bar none. No doubt about it. I was reading somebody's post on Instagram or somewhere a couple of days ago about her daughter coming home. And I thought, golly, that's going to be Melanie in a year. Isn't that you know? weird? That's yeah. so weird. So weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's very strange, but, um, but I'm just excited for her and I'm just, I'm so thrilled that it happened. And that is the thing that I am probably most grateful for overall this year. Does she know who she's going to room with yet? No, she doesn't. She's going to okay. go potluck on a roommate. Um, so, but you know, now they have, it's like a match.com. So we filled yes. out like a little, you fill out like a little personality questionnaire and you answer questions like, what time do you go to bed? How cold do you like to keep your room? And then you get to write a Listen, little. We'd have matched for sure. <laughs> wouldn't we? We would have oh, matched for sure. 100%. I like 62 keep- degrees. <laughs> yes. 62 degrees. I like to stay up till two in the morning. Um, but we laughed because like the, it says like, I want my roommate to be like, A, I want us to live totally separate lives. B, I want us to see each other sometimes. C, I hope we're friends. Or like, D, I want us to be lifelong best friends. And Caroline was like, whoa, that feels like a lot. Like, you know, like, I think D feels a little over eager. Like, if, if D feels works. like commitment. Yeah. feels like the stakes are real high. It um, is. It's right like, out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why don't we just meet first and see how it goes? <laughs> Um, but she's really excited about getting off and making new friends and meeting new people. So Mm -hmm. she's excited. And so in the way, so the way it works now, all that in the spring, you get to see everybody's kind of answers and then you can kind of start to match up based on where you want to live and where they want to live. And then you can actually, you get each other's like Snapchat or Instagram and you can message and back and forth and get to know people. And then, so you're making a more educated decision than surprise. Here's your roommate. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's a good way to do it. So We'll see. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the best way to get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. It lets you skip those trips to the grocery store, which let's be honest, aren't we all trying to do right now, and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. I can spend so much time trying to figure out what to cook each week, and I find myself just making the same things over and over again. I'm looking at you, tacos. Especially during the holidays when life gets busy, I'm already cooking so many different holiday meals that HelloFresh is the perfect way to give myself a break and still have a delicious dinner for Perry and Caroline. HelloFresh helps save time, money, and stress. It offers convenient delivery right to your doorstep, which I love for easy home cooking with the family. I've scheduled my next delivery for the week after Thanksgiving because I know I will be so over having to think about dinner. 
And Sophie recently got the family meal delivered to her door, and as you know, she's been sick, so it was a total win that David loves cooking the HelloFresh meals because it makes it so easy to cook a delicious dinner without all the guesswork. You can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes, which is a score, or even less. She said one night he made a garlic parmesan pasta with chicken, which Alex, quote, put it down on the noodles. Y'all, that's high praise. And the next night he made Gouda burgers with tomato jam, which sound delicious. I cannot wait to get my order next week and possibly see if I can get Perry to cook it. Or maybe Caroline, since she needs to learn some life skills before she leaves home next year. I can tell her about a day before HelloFresh when we had to measure our own ingredients. HelloFresh offers so many delicious options every week to help break out of your recipe rut and try new things. There's something for everyone, including low calorie, vegetarian, and kid-friendly recipes. It's easy to change your delivery days or your food preferences or even skip a week if when you need to. HelloFresh donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019, which I love. And this year, they're stepping up food donations to local communities amid the coronavirus crisis. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo90 and use code BigBoo90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo90 and use code BigBoo90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Thanks, HelloFresh, for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. So what about you? My first thing is um, actually not nearly as, well, I guess it is personal, but it's it's not quite that same level. But I am really grateful for my mama's recipes. Mm. I had no idea going into this year how much I would go to mama. I had no, well, one, I had no idea how much I'd be cooking. I had, I certainly had no idea how deep I would get into mama's recipe archives. And then I didn't know that I would do anything like we do Wednesday. But there has been something about going through mama's old recipes that has been every bit as therapeutic as um exactly what I needed this year I think just you know going back seeing her handwriting on all those recipes I was even looking at a cookbook last night where she there was a shrimp dish and she'd written maybe Easter like you know she's just thinking about it Uh, (laughs) I don't remember eating it so I think she decided no yeah no but there's something about going back finding all those old recipes or remembering those old recipes cooking those recipes sharing those recipes um it feels almost like something mama would have done yeah I mean she wouldn't have had the social media piece but um if she had been home for as long as we have been home this year she would have absolutely cooked um you know until she couldn't cook anymore and so I've really been grateful for just being able to spend time with her and in a weird way through the stuff that she made and then being able to share that stuff with other people and that constant conversation where I feel like I can almost hear her in my head where you know somebody from Michigan would message me and said they'd made her Mexican cornbread and mama I can almost hear mama's voice saying well that just blows my mind yeah. I just I can't even believe that now yeah. Yeah. so it's been really sweet and I've enjoyed it a lot and it's um I don't know in a weird way it's this odd little keepsake of I love that of 2020 to have this little collection of mama's recipes stored in my Instagram archives um and I'm I don't know I'm just really glad for the way that it sort of um it was a good they were they were good companions moving through 2020 I love that that's really good well and we have all been better for Weta Wednesday I mean I think it has enriched all of our lives just 
in terms of, I mean, I don't know that I've made a single recipe, but I have really <laughs> enjoyed watching. I love watching you cook. And I do. I love seeing, I love seeing the gifs you use. I mm -hmm. love seeing what you're going to drop. I love seeing the comments where it's like, I forgot to show y'all the onion. I just, I, I love it for its sheer unprofessionalism. It's, right. It's, it's not a, delight. a slick operation. And of course I haven't done it the last few weeks, which that ended up being timely too, because that when I decided like, Hey, I need a little break from this. What I did mm -hmm. not know was I was right on the front end of the COVID. <laughs> So <laughs> that would have really put a damper. Perhaps that was the Lord, but anyway, but I'll, you know, I'll pick it back up at some point and make some stuff. And, um, I found a recipe last night in one of mama's old cookbooks, this casserole, and it was written on an index card by mama's friend, Barbara Gwynn. And, um, and like the first recipe, one cat, one can white shoe peg corn, which mm. is a sure sign you're off to the races, you know, yeah. and so, <laughs> I'm going to get the stuff and make that, I think, at some point this week, just because it's just a good old, like, family night supper casserole kind of okay. deal. I love that. It was, Gully and I were laughing this, you talking about your mom's recipes. So she decided, her mom doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say this, but she's getting her mom a, one of those cutting boards that has the recipe, you know, you can get somebody's handwriting yes. and you can get the recipe made. And so for Christmas, she was like, I'm going to do that for my mom. And I'm going to give her with one of Nina's recipes, her grandmother. And she said, I'm going to, cause Nina's no longer with us. And she said, I'm going to do that with Nina. And I said, okay, what recipe? And she said, well, she said, I'm going to just do her fudge. She said, cause honestly, Nina wasn't much of a cook. She said that her fudge, her fudge was good. And she said, but I don't know that my mom really wants the veg all casserole. Right. Like, commemorated oh, for but, all time. But a veg all casserole, I'm going to tell you, there's something about it. There is something about it. That's a memory right there. That two is a memory. Cans, two cans of veg all. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. My next one um, would be, and there again, I'm going along with sentimental, but I have been more thankful than ever this year for my friends and my family. Yes, ma'am. Um, because I just think, what would we do without our friends? And I think just having your group and um, my two, I was with Kelly and my other friend, Amy, last night, and we went out and we're just, you know, and we've been, we've, we were the original hashtag Corona squad. I mean, like we kind of, from the beginning, we were like, you know, back mm -hmm. in March when we were measuring at our chairs, six feet from each other and meeting in Gully's backyard and the whole deal is like, what a gift to have friends that, um, have been able to help us get through this year and, um, have been with us and just because, you know, it has been so isolated in a different way. And I think there's an interesting thing like with you and I, like when you travel and speak and do all that kind of stuff, there's something refreshing about like, you know what? I really like my life just right here. Like That's right. Um, to the point that I even, it was funny because when I went and spoke at that deal in Houston, like two weeks ago, Gully rode with me and I said, I feel like someday we're going to look back and go, remember that time when you used to travel and speak? I said, cause like, yeah. I think I'm, I'm good with being done. Like I just, mm -hmm. I'm, and, and I don't know that I'm really done. It's whatever God wants to do, but it's just realizing like, I really like my real life. And this year has been a year where I have been totally dialed into my real life. Sure. And <laughs> yeah, well, you do wonder so, like, what if all, so what if all the stuff gets stripped away? Like all the things, yeah. you know, like being able to travel and speak or, you know, travel and, um, like, you know, we've done compassion trips and stuff like that. What if, what if all the stuff besides just regular or real old life gets stripped away and there is something really sweet about knowing I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it, good. it all 
yeah, like I, I like my people and not that they haven't gotten on my nerves and I probably have gotten on their nerves, although I can't imagine, but <laughs> well, it's you're just a delight and so charming. That's <laughs> what I tell them. That's what I tell them all the time. So they're so lucky to have me. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, it's just, I've been really thankful for that this year. And so that's my other, that's my number two. Yeah, I will say, I, I said today, I was on a Voxer with my friends, Casey and Stephanie, and I haven't seen them in three weeks, I guess, because I, I mean, yeah, for probably three weeks almost because of the COVID and, um, and I feel kind of untethered a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, because we haven't, we haven't seen one another. We all work in the same place and, yeah. um, but just to not see each other, to not get face to face, to not you know, I haven't really seen anybody. And so there's a whole isolation piece to this year that uh -huh. is really its own book like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really, and I told you this last week at some point, but there's the part of just having a virus that's out of control, that's dark. And yes. then there's a, a, a relational component uh, that's, the result of the isolation the virus causes that's its own darkness yeah and yeah. um and that's not easy you know no. so i think if ever there were a year for us to be really grateful and and vocal about being grateful for our real life people in our real life life lives um this is it yeah i agree i totally agree hey it's me taking a quick break to tell you about kiwico Y'all, it is so hard to believe, but we have almost made it to the end of 2020. I can see the finish line. It's in sight. All we have left are the holidays, and I think we all know those are going to look a little different this year. We've all had to adapt to a lot of change, and Christmas shopping is going to be no different because I don't know about you, but spending a lot of time at the mall seems less appealing to me than ever, and I didn't like it before 2020. But you can make the end of this year the start of something new. This holiday season is the perfect time to celebrate moments of wonder and discovery and do something different. With the KiwiCo hands-on science and art project, you'll give the gift that sparks curiosity and learning all year round. KiwiCo's seriously fun and innovative crates that you can share new discoveries with everyone on your holiday list this year. Caroline and I earlier this year received this built speaker that we could build by hand and it was so fun to sit and do the project hands-on. It gave us something to do during those days of quarantine when we couldn't leave the house and it was a memory that we made together. It was better than just a gift that you give one time because it was something we could actively work on and that's what KiwiCo does and that's what I love about it. There are so many different projects that you can find for every interest. You can deliver the gift of wonder to everyone on your list this year with KiwiCo. KiwiCo designs hands-on projects and experiences that spark discovery. When a robot walks, a rocket launches, a heart beats into a stethoscope, these are magical moments that inspire a lifetime of curiosity and learning. And to me, there's nothing better to instill in the kids in our life. Your child can get super cool hands-on science projects, art, geography projects delivered right to their door every month. While they might be unable to go fun places for the holidays this year, you can gift them an awesome experience with KiwiCo. And unboxing a crate is just as exciting as receiving it. Everything they need is inside each colorful crate so they can get started right away. You can get real high quality engineering, science and art projects for children and the kid at heart. There's different crates for kids of all ages, so there's something for every kid on your list, no matter their interest. KiwiCo is the perfect way to start a new holiday tradition. 
There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BIGBOO. Okay, so um, speaking of real people who actually aren't real people in our real life lives, but I have to say that this year I have been very grateful for Phil and for Ted, and that is somebody feed Phil and Ted Lasso. Uh Um, I'm going to tell you that I don't want to overestimate the importance of two television shows, but Uh at a time that has been a little discouraging, it has been so fun to have stuff to watch where there is not a hint of cynicism. There is not a hint of bitterness. Yeah not a hint of manipulation it is all just joy and I will for the rest of my life I think associate you saying there's this show called somebody feed feel that I think you would really like I mean if if Mm -hmm. there's sort of a mascot for (laughs) uh, the best parts of 2020 that that, that's it and Mm -hmm. Ted Lasso not far behind so totally agree they really have saved it because you just needed something cheerful and Mm -hmm. uplifting and those that that has really done it those those two really did do it and to remind you of the great big world outside of the the places we've been a little confined Mm -hmm. I think somebody if you feel you get all these different places all over the the world that where you go like oh yeah it's good to visit other places it's good to interact with other cultures and then Ted Lasso in its own way you have the same kind of premise you know where you have this guy going into this culture that's very foreign to him the Mm -hmm. sports culture that's very foreign to him and just the all the the great ways people fill our gaps and I just love them both a lot yeah yeah, I totally agree. I think that's, I agree with both of those. And mine, my third one kind of goes along with that. I said in in general, just any kind of media streaming in general has been the real MVP <laughs> of 2020. Because what would mm-hmm. we have done without, I mean, what if, what if this pandemic had happened in a time where we had three major networks and that was it? What mm. if we had been beholden to NBC and CBS and ABC to get us through? And like, Thank God that was not the case because just all the shows and I was, I'm, I'm on, I'm almost on, well, I'm actually in the middle of the last episode of the crown, but like to me, the crown, the new season of the crown came at such a perfect time mm. when I was like, I'm in desperate need of something that I'm this excited to watch. And so just to have it, although I did tell my friend Casey this morning, I said, I, I can't, I said, my brain, I said, I need to move on to something lighter after this because I'm going to bed every night worried about Princess Diana and COVID numbers. Like I can't, and Princess Diana. It's a lot to hold. It's a lot to hold. It is. I'm really, and I'm like, and that story has been told. We know the way that ends. So I can quit worrying about her because you know how it ends? Not good. Right. So it just is, I mean, God, but it's just to, to see it all. And I have wondered, which this is a whole thing, but like, I wonder if, you know, I don't know how aware the royal family is of the crown or if anybody watches it. I like to think that Kate and William get, you know, pop some popcorn and they watch sure. it, but I don't know that that's the truth. But you wonder if Charles and Camilla are like, oh God, they're dragging this all out again. Like, here we go. You know? Well, you know, I did see a quote from, from Diana's brother 
earlier, I don't know, maybe like, maybe it was this morning, maybe it was four days ago. I don't know. It all runs together mm-hmm. where he said, people forget that the crown is fictionalized. Yes. And I'm like, well, sure. I mean, th- there's stuff that we don't know, but it is based on like events we actually do know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I would think if I'm in the Royal family, I want to watch that. I want to see how that's going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What are they saying? You know, cause it's like, and you can only get so much into an episode, but I'm, I don't know. It's just fascinating to me. I've wondered like, if they're just like, Oh man. And then I really want William or Harry to write a tell all behind mm. the scenes book someday. Cause I want to know what really went on, but that's I feel like that's going to whole... be Harry before it's William. I, I think, I think there's going to be a Netflix miniseries. <laughs> from Harry because hashtag Royal Sussex brand is going to launch that the same time they do their towels that you Mm. can buy at Target. All right. This, my third thing is actually, it's very heartfelt. Um, and I've, it's something that I have thought about a lot over the last couple of weeks, just because I have been home and, and for a chunk of that time I was sick, but our essential workers, Mm. my goodness, our healthcare workers, I could cry like, Mm our healthcare workers, our, the people who did not get to, to go home when the rest of us did, because there were things that they had to keep moving and going, um, yeah. our workers in our grocery stores and our pharmacies and, um, you know, the custodial crews and the hospitals. And I don't, I just, I kept thinking, um, last week and a little bit of that week before about, um, just, what your day is like to be around sickness all the time. Mm-hmm. And obviously mm-hmm. people who work in healthcare are around sickness a lot. I mean, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the business, but this particular kind of yeah. sickness that's been so pervasive and so hard to lasso and just to continually see people, you know, who are um, and I see you because of it and CC you because mm-hmm. of it, people who have died mm-hmm. because of it. And, and there's no, there's not been a break. Yeah. Well, and I think that they're, they're having to, there's never been a situation before where not only are you watching people die or be sick, but you're watching them and they're alone. Like the fact that, you know, it's people that are so isolated and they can't have family members come visit, you know, because you just think about normally in that situation, you're surrounded by family or friends and you've got people there. But the fact that the healthcare workers are not only having to take care of them, but also be their emotional Mm -hmm. support where they can, that's just, I mean, that's just, a, a daunting task and you're essentially in perma quarantine I mean in the sense that like you're mm-hmm. constantly exposed so you're you know they're also having to to be so careful all the mm-hmm. all the time I don't know I just like it the heaviness of it is significant the sacrifice of it I don't know that any of us outside of it will ever really understand but um man I'm grateful and yeah. um that that's really that whole thing about not all heroes wear capes because yeah 100% those are the heroes among us so thank y'all if um if you are are somebody who has is is married to somebody who does that you live with somebody who does that um or you're actually someone who who does those essential things just thank you yeah yeah Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, My next one, I'm going to put it together. And these two things don't typically go together, probably ever. I'm excited. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say John Piper's never put these two things together um, (laughs) is what I'm going to say. But I have been thankful for, there've been two things that have kind of gone hand in hand in terms of that have really saved me during quarantine and during this year. 
is number one, and this one is serious and from the deepest part of my heart is to continue to, I'm so thankful that I believe in the sovereignty of God and right. that God is good. And then he's there. The other thing is, is my friend Kim had told me back in January, she had taught me the trick where you can substitute vodka in a margarita <laughs> instead of tequila. I'm going to tell you the, those two things. That's not where I thought you were going. No, it really, uh -huh. it wasn't. No, so that's but, a left. Uh-huh. It's a left and a right. You just mm -hmm. have, it, it's all, it's all shades of Melanie Shankle right there is mm -hmm. what it's, it really it's is. I believe in this, but I'm also so happy that I can sip on a margarita that doesn't have tequila because tequila doesn't really agree with me, but I love a margarita. And I've been so happy to know that I can say, would you just substitute the tequila with some Tito's vodka, please? Okay. Um, is what I'm saying. So, okay. um, that those two things have really gotten me through because sometimes at the end of the day, I need a drink and, I also need to remember that 2020 did not take God by surprise and that right. he is still in control. And so I have been very thankful for both of those things. Well, uh, listen, if I could, <laughs> if I could sing a patriotic song right now, I would, but <laughs> I can't, but no, I would, if I could. Yeah. Um, okay. You know so you're singing it in your heart. I am. I am heart. singing it in my heart. So here's my fourth thing. Um, and I think, yeah, this is four, right? If you could see my list, it looks like I maybe yeah. wrote it last week when I was not so strong with my trains of thought. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. it's because I was thinking of a lot of things when I was writing my list last night. Um, my fourth thing is this podcast right here. Yes, it's, that was one of mine. Okay. Well, then that's my four, your five, or you can, well, you can talk about oh, yeah. it separate. But yeah. um, it has... I like when I look back on that stretch from March to August, especially, uh -huh. I cannot even express how grateful I am that we had this little podcast uh -huh. just because I think for two people who are maybe <laughs> prone to disconnect when things get dicey, who yes. maybe like to retreat, um, maybe go into a little bit of denial about mm -hmm. the reality of things. I feel like the podcast kept us in it. It, it, it kept us in it in terms yeah. of it gave us really something to do that we enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it gave us a way to continue to connect with people outside of our homes. And there yeah. weren't a whole lot of ways to do that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really like, it has been the most fun. Yeah. It has been the most fun. I agree. I agree. I feel like this has been our most fun podcast year. I agree. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and we had Mike Leach on the podcast. Yeah. We had Phil Rosenthal on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, you know, plus we've had Travis on the podcast, which is always yeah. a treat, but it, I don't know. It has, it we has had been, Beth on the podcast. This we year. had Beth on the podcast yeah. this year. Mm -hmm. That's right. That was this mm -hmm. year. Yeah. So I'm just really grateful for it and grateful for, and I feel like you and I have kind of, this was the year we sort of got our act together with it. We sort of, mm -hmm. we split up some duties. Yes. Um, you know, we've gotten a little bit more efficient with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We kept but our it, Patreon going for a whole year. We kept you our know? Patreon going, which who would have thought that, that if you'd asked me a year ago, I'd have said we might've made it five months with that thing. Like, yeah, but we've really... We've committed. We did it. Mm -hmm. Look at us. We did it. We did it. And it's it. my Go favorite us. creative thing that that 
that I do really. I mean, I love to write, but yeah. I don't write every day. Um, yeah. but this is something that we've done every week and I've just loved it. I've, yeah. I've, it's been extra fun in 2020. Me too. And I think there's such a fun, because part of what I was going to say about it is um, the podcast to me has been such a, but it's everybody who listens. Like it, it's so fun to have this community who it's just, I'm like, where else could you get people who want to send you funny raccoon videos? Because they know I have raccoons living next door, you know, or like, um, like what was the tweet this weekend about uh, that? She was with her friend and she was about to walk down the aisle and she told her clear eyes, full hearts can't lose That's because right. of the big boo cast. It's like, it's all of that. Like y'all may think sometimes that you send that stuff out there. Cause I know I have people like that, that you send stuff to and you're like, do you even care? But like, that means so much to us. Like the fact that oh y'all gosh, are that yes. invested and know us that well, and like still listen in spite of all our audio issues. I appreciate <laughs> that y'all are asking like, Hey, was Melanie in a beanbag this week? Like there's just, mm -hmm. it's just fun to be known and have people be that invested. And I think the whole podcast and we've talked about this a little bit, but I think for years we were kind of like, eh, we just do it, whatever. And then we would be somewhere together and we were always shocked by people who were like, oh my gosh, we love the podcast. And we were always like, really? Like, <laughs> you do? that's interesting because we've made two of them this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so y'all have really been the, I mean, I think y'all were our motivation to kind of get it together and realize like, oh, this is like a real thing people like. And so thanks for that. That just means a lot to us. And we haven't announced it on social media yet, but we will, but we're doing another live show in December. Yes, we are. So be on the lookout for more info about that. That was awesome. Yeah. That was a huge highlight. That was the most fun when yeah, we did our compassion so live show back at uh -huh. the, in the summer. Oh my gosh. That was, that was good times of plenty right there. Yeah, it really was. So that's going to be a fun one. And there's going to be a special deal. Like if you were part of the July one, you get a discounted price, you know, like there's going to be, mm -hmm. it's going to be a good deal. So yeah, it is. Excited. Okay. So that was, that your last one, the podcast that was, yeah, but I could add, cause I really had a six that, I mean, it's not oh, there again. Perfect. It's going to come as no shock to anybody, which is um, a bright spot for me that, as we all know, we all stressed that it wasn't going to happen. We didn't know if it was going to happen. We worried it wasn't going to happen. And it has in fact happened, which is college football in the year yes. of our Lord 2020. Thank yes. God for the normalcy of college football. It's just been a bright spot to get back on Twitter and have people talking about things I actually want to read about and I think are funny. And I just, you know, I think we're never better than we are with the sports. So I've been yeah. thankful that that has come back. Yeah. Twitter's never better than it is with the sports mm -hmm. or a pageant. Those are that's yeah. Twitter shines. Um, I would thing. agree about college football. Same thing about high school football. I had one more, um, which the, I, I don't know the best way to say this. So I'm just going to say it like I wrote it down. Um, this, this was probably one of, this is one of my heartfelt ones, but um, this has been a, this has been a hard year. If you are a person who doesn't like conflict <laughs> yeah. and if you're a person who shies away from, from tension, um, this has not been the easiest year on a lot of fronts. And, um, I thought a lot about all this stuff when I was sick, because of course I was in a bedroom by myself for the better part of 12 days. Um, and so I, I thought a lot about just how easy it is right now to dehumanize people and to vilify uh -huh. people. And, um, and, and the, the thought that kept coming back to my head was just this idea of Imago Day, Imago Day, Imago uh -huh. Day, and, and continuing to remain grateful that people are made in the image of God. And, uh -huh. um, and we need to treat each other like we're made in the image of God. 
and I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, we excuse horrific acts and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying there aren't consequences for our choices and our actions, mm-hmm. but there was one night when I had been running fever for what felt like six years and something popped up on, on social media where somebody that I love a whole lot in real life, um, had retweeted something or whatever. And it like, it grieved me what, what, what it was, because it was something that seemed to me, it was surprising to me. I'll say that. And I went to bed thinking about it and I woke up thinking about it and I had the longest talk with God about it because I was like, I don't want to be a person who becomes dismissive of, of people who I might disagree with. Mm -hmm. And I just think if ever there were a time to realize how prone we are to write one another off and to be grateful for the fact that God has made us to love one another and to be in fellowship with one another and to honor one another and to esteem one another. It's, it's this year. And that's going to require us to be intentional. It's going to require us to be mindful and it's going to keep us on our knees. But Mm -hmm. I believe with my whole heart that it's worth it. And I believe it's what we're made for. So I'm very grateful for my fellow image bearers. Um, and we're not always going to see everything eye to eye, but, um, we were, we were made to glorify the one who made us. And I hope that we will continue to do that. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That's good. So that's my serious moment for 2020. Okay. Okay. All right. And you can substitute vodka in your margarita. all righty everybody all right bye everybody thanks for listening and have a happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everybody we'll talk to you next week